Okay, the Philip vocals. If we're oh, the intro. Are we, okay, my bad. Shoot, killing it. Welcome to another episode of the Traveling Hoopers podcast. I'm your host, Alan. Calvin almost froze. And uh, I'll let these fine gentlemen go ahead and introduce themselves for the millionth time. I'm Calvin McGowan. Uh, crap. What? Yeah. That works. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, I'm Philip Dixon, a.k.a. Anime's Wonder. You feel me? So... Anyway, I don't really got much. What y'all want to start with? <laughs> <laughs> I want to start with high school or NBA. Let's start up and go down. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's start up and go down. Uh, so for this last week, I've been hearing some narratives uh, about you know some of the NBA games that you know I don't necessarily agree with, right? Um, so the first being that if Przingis would have played the games and or not gotten kicked out of, you know, the, the one game, then the Mavericks would have beat the Clippers. And I don't understand how that is the case, because the game where Przingis got kicked out, the Clippers were up 20, Mavericks came back up like 10. Then when he got kicked out with the third quarter, whatever it was, the Mavericks were only up four points against the Clippers. You know that doesn't mean it's a guaranteed win. More than likely, guaranteed loss the way the Clippers look at You know what I mean? Uh, so there's a whole narrative of, like, people are, like, upset that, like, Przingis, you know, uh, are using Przingis as, like, the scapegoat to say that the Clippers should have would have lost the first round. And I think it's just really a lot of people writing that Luka Doncic is high. Um... They're writing that Luka Doncic high, but I don't understand. Or I I, I get why, because people are followers, but I don't get why if you actually know basketball. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, all I got to say on that is I think they would have went seven if we had healthy Porzingis. I think that goes to a seven-game series, even though Kawhi Leonard just looked head and shoulders better than, like, anybody in the league. On that game six, bro. Like, he, he was that picking role. that team apart. Like, it, now I'm talking about, like, it's no contest. Like, that's oh, how no. good he looked. Like, yeah, it, was, it was no contest. Offensively, then, his skill set is so smooth. It's it's, it's kind of outrageous, to tell you the truth. It's slow motion, bro. His face, his face not changing. He's just going to hit this mid-range pull-up on you. And I don't, when did he become a playmaker? I remember, like, them talking about this a little bit with, like, the Raptors. But it's kind of like, it's, like, he looks point guardish at times. I mean, if you, I think if you watch Kawhi, if you, if you have watched Kawhi over, you know, the longevity of his career, once he hit, once it was, uh, once he, with the finals MVP, and, like, that season for the Spurs, he can do what the team needs to do to win. Right. So, like, if you need him, because Doc Rivers, uh, to build on what you're just saying, Doc Rivers is like, I knew he was a I knew he was a good passer, but I didn't know he was an elite passer. I'm like, yeah, he's an elite passer when he needs to be. He's an elite scorer when he needs to be. He's an elite defender when he needs. You know, what I mean, like whatever the team needs to win. He does to win. So that's why his teams win because he's a, he's a, he he can adapt. You know what I mean? So like we don't we didn't we never needed to see him be you know the the, the playmaker and things like that in terms of passing. And you know you saw a little bit of it with uh, Toronto, but for the rest of his teams, he didn't really need to be that person. But when you need him to be that person, he can for sure be that person. We saw a game we saw a game game six, uh, and it just happens that he's the best defender on the team too. So like it's pretty obnoxious what's <laughs> pretty obnoxious what he's doing i think the worst part might be is it doesn't even even when he's in that mode his face doesn't show you that he's trying he didn't look tired he don't even look proud of himself bro he just be like yeah i do this but like i play basketball don't you just like that though like i do this like i do like you don't need to talk too dirty you don't need to do nothing you, you just in your head know that the other team can't do nothing about you so you just like 
all nonchalant about it. Like that's kind of that's kind of swaggy in its own way. Like we're so used to people being so overly emotional with like how they you know go about playing basketball if you're a great that it's just cool to be like this guy don't show no emotion because he just know he that guy the only time you really seem to show emotion is the game winner for toronto against the 76ers like he shows so much emotion that i didn't even like it <laughs> i'm like why are you so excited dog like do do you but like this ain't you <laughs> like it's pretty much wild bro i think that might be the one time in his like career where he probably didn't think he was gonna make that the way he like bounced low like come on come on he was praying that's why he he got excited bro is Kawhi going to be by the end of his career the best player to ever not win a regular season mvp that's a hard question because i can't think of a lot of people who did not win like i can't think of like who would be that person who didn't win Mm -hmm. but I, he got to be up there, bro. I mean, he's going to have all these finals MVPs, all these all-star games, all these defensive player of the years, all these championships. And I could easily see, because in my opinion, he's been the best player in the league for like the last couple of years. I can easily see him just not winning the MVP, though, because he's just, oh, he's just all around great. But like, to get the MVP, like, you just have to have, like, a phenomenal one season. You know what I mean? There's always going to be that person that has, like, a phenomenal one season or whatever it is. That number just jump out the roof. You know what I mean? But he's just elite at everything. Yeah. So his numbers don't stand out like that. You know, like, like, like a Giannis is going to get a lot of points in the paint. Giannis is going to get, you know, crazy rebounds, all that kind of stuff. But Kawhi, being the person that we just said, is the one – it's a guy who will do what the team needs to do to win the game and to win the championship. Those numbers and the thing in the or when you go about that, the numbers that you're going to get won't be MVP type numbers. So I could easily see him not getting MVP ever. Yeah, I think he won't get MVP because he doesn't play enough games. Like the most games he's ever played was 74, and but he's only ever played more than. 67 games twice in his career. And that was the, like the last two, well, two, that was between the last two healthy seasons that he had in San Antonio. Like, everything else, he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing that much. He's the most non-diva diva ever. Like, like he had D, like, he, he got diva antics, but, like, divas are usually, like, you know, like, uh, all all over the place, you know, super emotional, you know, super facial. And this man is not that, but, like, the way he goes about playing, like, yeah, I'm not going to play today. <laughs> like, you a diva, dog. Like, that's nuts. Is that diva antics or is that just knowing your body? I feel like that's diva antics because he doesn't push his body enough to know his body. Oh, I don't know, bro. Like, they even, I, like, he, he looked hurt at the beginning of the season from, like, the playoffs, so... He when okay so when he was leaving San Antonio, it was like issues with like the health, uh, the athletic trainers and things like that for San Antonio, right? Yeah, like he didn't really trust him or whatever. He didn't really trust him, all that kind of stuff. Which outside of the Patriots, and even more the Patriots, uh, you could argue the San Antonio Spurs have like the most the quote unquote classiest right of like organizations. I'm only, you know, like, from top to bottom. You don't hear nothing about their whole entire... You never heard anything bad about them. Literally since the Iceman all the way to Tim Duncan. You know what I mean? Like, you just never heard anything bad about them. And then all of a sudden, Kawhi don't trust him. So I was always curious, like, what happened there? Uh, did, did Was Kawhi, like, already feeling himself behind the scenes? So he was just like, I don't need to play anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I really... Which is a diva antic. So, like... I really think he just a diva, and like he puts on a straight face for like the crowd or like uh, the pub the, the public, so no one can tell. But I'm pretty sure he he a he, he a real housewife. <laughs> but we we haven't heard a single story about that though. Like I feel he's been in the league nine years, bro. Something would have got out. Like like something. Yeah, something would have got out. You're right, but. It sounds like something good would have come, okay, come out, 
but I think it's two things. One, he's just not interesting. <laughs> like, like you want thing, you want spicy things to come out about interesting people, not about dudes who just can be like, I mean, that's my business. Respect that, and that's the whole answer. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not it. Bro, and then but like, no, I'm just, I'm just like, but the thing is, if something like that came out about Kawhi, though, everyone would talk about it because you don't see him do anything, right? He's just, so like that contrast would get people's attention at least for a little bit. Look, and don't forget about when they had fake Kawhi in the strip club, and everybody was like, that was a news story for like a solid three weeks because it's, it's just hilarious, bro. Why is it hilarious that any basketball player go to the strip club? We've been knowing that's like they battling ground for years. But he's a robot. Robots don't go to strip clubs. He not a Okay, granted, you know what you you heard the story about why he is the way he is, all right? I know the story. And that's that's sad. I don't want to bring very it. Very sad. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna ask y'all about this like often. Wait, what? I mean it's I actually like, don't know I don't know the story. Yeah, Alan, tell the story. Uh <sighs> He was mm-hmm. so supposedly, uh, so like his dad was uh, uh, the owner of a car wash uh, in LA, and then you know, Kawhi was you know, just your average, you know, like personality wise, just your average guy. And then his dad got killed because somebody tried to rob him, all kind of stuff. And then after that, Kawhi, like personality wise, has been like really like under the radar ever since. Like, so like this supposedly. It's also Bleacher Report. I, I didn't check the source outside of that. So, like, but it sounded good. So I kind of went with it. Because I kind of like an urban myth or urban legend. So, like, I didn't check the sources on this one. I was like, if this is not true, that's still a good reason to be like, you know, this is why Kawhi is this way. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's supposedly that's supposedly the story. I mean, but if you, like, I, you know, I'm a nerd and I love high school basketball. I, um, like, the Ball's Life podcast still have, like, uh, the coaches, like the people who coach, like a lot of the NBA superstars, apparently that, like Kawhi's coach was like, yeah, you could, it was, it was a noticeable difference. Understandably, too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, super, yeah, super. but, but, yeah, Kawhi different. <laughs> like Kawhi is going to go down. Like if he, you're like once again, you're right. He doesn't play enough games, so he probably won't win MVP because that's gonna be like those nerdy journalists are gonna. You know, use that against him, against him, whatever. Even though he's the best player in the league, you're gonna use that against him. He will be the best player to never win the MVP because all the players I can think of won some type of MVP. But then you got like the Rick Berries and you got those kind of dudes who like average the numbers of Kobe Bryant who didn't win MVP. You know what I mean? Like dudes from like the 70s and like the, the early 80s. But then like the MVP like starts like getting more scarce. Like the MVP, you're not scarce. Scarce and like. Like, only a few people win it. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron, Larry oh, yeah. Bird. It's only like the all-time, all-time, all-time legends win it after, after like, a, over a certain year. And then Kawhi is, gonna, Kawhi is going to be an all-time great player. All-time great, but never win MVP, which is kind of sad. But I also don't think he cares, so why should I care? Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> I found a list from Basketball Network. Um and they got the 10 greatest players to never win. Dominique Wilkins, John Stockton, Clyde Drexler, Jason Kidd, Patrick Ewing, Isaiah Thomas, Elgin Baylor, Elvin Hayes, John Havlicek, Jerry West. Um, I didn't see most of them play because uh-huh. I'm not 100 years old. But uh, Kwa, Kwa, my he might be the best. He might not have numbers, but he might be the best. I would have thought that uh, Elgin Baylor would have had one. But okay, go by the, the other, But, like, Ewing and Drexler and them, that makes sense, though, because they were playing with Jordan. Yeah. All right, go through them one more time, but, like, one by one. Okay. Uh, and uh, Bleacher Report made one, too. So we'll, we'll see what's up with that one. But uh, at 10, they got Dominique Wilkins. I mean, obviously, Dominique was, like, known for, like, one thing his whole career was a dunk. But, I mean, that's, like, that's a legacy thing, but Dominique was nice. 
No, he was nice, but like he, he also got, didn't like, win. The numbers to prove that he was also but, nice. No, he was in nice. that era, nobody won except Jordan. Exactly. Like once they really got going, and like Elijah won that one year, like Jordan wasn't playing. Hey, yeah. they, hey, but Charles won a Charles Charles won a MVP. Karl Malone won an MVP. You know what I mean? Like Jordan didn't win all the MVPs; he just won all the championships. And pretty much all the scoring titles. But, yeah. yeah. He, Jordan got, what, six MVPs? Like, uh, too many. On, like, a 14-year career? Like, oh, no, no, no. He he won most of the MVPs. Man, that's uh, less than half. Continue. Yeah. John Stockton. At John, Stockton you can, John Stockton, you can make an argument, is the best white American to ever play basketball. But if you look at his numbers, everything's under, like, 10 Points, ten assists, ten rebounds. Everything's under under that for a for career. I'd, oh, that's long. I'm pretty sure the assist is wrong, isn't? It? I feel like it's hold on. I gotta go and look it up. Yeah, I think the assist is up there. I think he might average yeah. like twelve a career, bro. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, he have. I think he's the highest average in to like of anyone like over a career. Over over career is ten and a half a game. What'd you say? Over his career, it's ten and a half a game. Assists. Uh, and he's all time. Look, and he's first in steals, first in assists. But like the, the like second place, no one's gonna catch him. The second places behind those two stats are like so far back. It's like a little obnoxious. Um, but yeah, he. But like no, Kawhi's in a way better than this, this man right here. Yeah. All right, who's next? And by the way, just like a side note. Magic Johnson has a career high of uh, 11.2. And I think that's the highest in, in okay. Uh Number eight, Clyde Drexler. I mean, he just happened to play the same position as Jordan. <laughs> like, his numbers are good for a career, but, like, he's a shooting guard during the time Michael Jordan was playing. So he didn't, he didn't win on either. But I think – but Kawhi was a, is a better defender than him, which, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. puts that over the top. All right, go. And then number seven, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd doesn't get the respect he doesn't get the respect due since he started coaching. But I'm not gonna say Kawhi is better than Kawhi is better than Jason Kidd as a basketball player. But Jason Kidd career stats at this point are like ridiculous. You know what I mean? So like that, that, that's that's like a wait until the end kind of thing. But Kawhi was a better winner than him. But Jason Kidd did take the Nets to the finals twice. So yeah. that's a championship in its own right. All I gotta say on that one is um, I think Kawhi is never like of all the people on this list. I don't think Kawhi is ever going to like amass the numbers, like the total numbers. Uh, where we would look at him in the same light. We're going to look at them. Like, Kawhi is probably going to be one of those dudes that go down in history where it's like, if you saw him, you know. Uh, yeah, six, yeah. Number six is Patrick Ewing. We don't even argue about that. Yeah, he, he Nick. Come on now. Isaiah Thomas? Uh, Isaiah Thomas. People argue Isaiah Thomas is like a top three point guard of all time. So, yeah. like, that hit, ooh, that's, that's, that's tough right there. I'm not going to lie to you. That's tough. Uh, I think it's close. It's, it's, cl- it's close, but granted, Kawhi is like 28, 29, so like, he got time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's already close, which is wild itself. Yeah. Elgin Baylor? I honestly don't know enough about Elgin Baylor's stats, or I just know he played for the Lakers, right? Elgin Baylor... Elgin Baylor's numbers are stupid. His career uh, average is 27 a game, 13 and a half rebounds, four steals. No, 4.3 assists. Oh, four, my bad. 4.3 steals. I mean assists. That's it. Look at that rock. Um, I know Elgin Baylor's legacy, but like, I feel like if you were a guy who like lived and watched basketball when Elgin Baylor played, you're like, He's the most underrated player. Of, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Elgin Baylor is going to... I feel like Kawhi could end up as a, one of those El, Elgin Baylor guys. That makes sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the only reason why Elgin Baylor never won is because Bill Russell won five MVPs during that time, and Will Chamberlain won four. So 
sucks. <laughs> yeah, you, like the greatest team of all time versus like an unstoppable force at the time. I mean, probably like in history. So like, kind of hard. Number three is Elvin Hayes. Once again, I think that's the same boat for me. What are his stats? Uh, over- Go ahead, Calvin. All right. Over his career, he averaged 21 points, 12 and a half rebounds, 1.8 assists, one steal, two blocks. Kawhi gonna average at least two assists, so he good. That's 1.8 assists. That's nothing. Wow. That's like, like you could you could make a mistake and get two assists a game. That's nuts. Uh, that's like so low for a player that like is like an all-time great legend. Yeah. All I right. mean, he's also listed as a power forward or center, so. Yeah. Have to back out to the shooter or something. You know what I mean? But man, that's nothing. All right, go. All right, who's next? Uh, John Havlicek. He oh yeah, pass it up. He played. He played against a bunch of short Jewish guys. <laughs> Come on now. I mean, so did Elgin Baylor. But Elgin I, Baylor was a bucket, though. He's like, like, and you watch it, but Elgin Baylor was like, not. If you like, watch the footage of them, have 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 a check. It's like, ooh, he good. But Elgin Baylor like was like notably like nice, nice. Yeah. But like that was that was the same era as like Russell and Chamberlain and Baylor and a lot of other dudes. So. What were Havlicek's numbers? Let me let me let me give this man a little bit of credit. All right, over his career. He averaged 20.8 points, 6.3 rebounds, 4.8 assists, 1.2 steals. Yeah, his numbers even help. Nah, Kawhi going to be better than that and everything. And also, for the record, he played with Russell. So. Oh, yeah. so he had, like, all them championships. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got eight. And yeah. he also had, like, a crazy four-season stretch where he was averaging 26, 8, and 7. Again, John, who did construction on the weekends, and come on, <laughs> like he's playing with the best player, you know, what I mean? or one of the best players, like whatever. <laughs> like if you playing against a, are you playing with a center who is Bill Russell, who averaging like numbers that like I can't even comprehend right now? Like you better be able to score off him if you're even kind of nice, you know what I mean? But you know, was wasn't their coach Red Allback? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. And then uh, number one is Jerry West. I mean, the logo. I mean, what are Jerry West's numbers for career? His numbers, 27 a game, um, (laughs) 5.8 rebounds, 6.7 assists, and like 2.6 steals the one season he was around while they counted them. That sounds like Kawhi-like numbers. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, around what Kawhi could average. What's Kawhi averaging right now, actually, for career? You said Kawhi? Yeah. Uh, 18.7. Mm. You know what's funny, though? Kawhi's averaging 18.7 per game. But, like, if you take away those, like, first couple years in San Antonio, where, like, he played a little bit. Then the next year, he played a decent amount. And then he was just the defensive guy. You take away those first, like, two or three years, he's averaging 25. Actually, no. No, no, no he's not. He's averaging, like, 20. <laughs> right? He's, like, 22. Yeah. If you just take away the first two, like, if you take away the first four, then we're, we're looking at... Kawhi, really? Would you rather be, like, Kawhi really about to be... That player, like, man, you could, you had to see him though. Like, you had to see this guy. He was nice. Like, he gonna end up. That's gonna be his like his legacy. Like, yeah. I wonder if that's upsetting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not to him. Obviously, right? Because he still he still got LeBron over here sweating when he got to guard him, and you know he over here doing his thing. You know what I mean? Like in the moment, but like. What a weird like like legacy to have to be that guy that you had to see to be to know you're nice instead of like everybody knowing you're nice. I mean, I feel like that's. I feel like there are probably a decent number of them dudes. Yeah. Like over the course of the league, though. That happens to like what outside of um, 
outside of like the top five guys in the era, like everybody else is almost on that you had to see type stuff. Yeah. 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 Especially especially get farther away. But like like, he's so but like Kawhi's like so different though, because he's he's gonna have one a good amount of championships. Like he's gonna be a championship best in the league player that that's about. All the rest of these guys didn't win the championships that Kawhi's gonna win. They're not gonna win, you know, they're not gonna be as good or the best player in the league at a time like Kawhi is. But Kawhi is going to be one of those players, even though he's the best in the league. Which I find, you know, like an anomaly. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I think the rest of those guys aren't, don't have those stats, if that makes sense. But, like, even but what Kawhi has in common with all of them is, like, there's a dude who's generally considered better. Like, you're kind of, not when people say best player in the league, as a collective, people don't think Kawhi at the moment. Now, like, I could be wrong, and maybe, like, I've just missed something. But when they think best player in the NBA, people tend to think like LeBron. They might think Giannis, um, but they, as a collective for like the better part of the last decade or so, it's been LeBron, no question. Yeah, and, that's, that, that, like, that, that is that, true. Yeah. That is true. I genuinely think like you, if you're still saying like I genuinely think if you're still saying LeBron right now, then like you're like just riding the wave of like Le, of like what LeBron has been for the last. Um, 15 years whatever it's been you know what i mean like well i don't know but i've i've i personally haven't have been, been making the argument that Kawhi is the best player to leave literally since he has ankle hurt from um zaza so like ever since then i'm just that's always been a thought i mean it's one of the things like it might well be true but it's also true that like while he might be the best player in the league at the moment like no one's gonna be like he's the greatest player in the league at the moment like we all know who that is but like most people don't know basketball. If we can be, if we can agree to that, like most people will say things, but most people will also be wrong because they're just they literally just listen to what ESPN tells them to think. Like Stephen A. said it, so it must be right. You know what I mean? It's like like that's how most people think about not that, like everything. Not that, that like goes outside of sports, but when it comes to sports, they just listen to what people talk about or what, what like ESPN or Fox Sports One says. Most people don't really know basketball, but the people who really know basketball. It's more of it's not as like who's the best in the league right now. It's not a definitive thought as like it was when LeBron was, yeah. you know, early or early the second time Cleveland and Miami Heat and Cleveland, the Cleveland before that. Like in the last like two three years, it's been up in the air, especially when he left Cleveland to go to uh, L.A. That's oh, yeah. All right, uh, you said you've watched most of the games, right? Yeah. All right, so I got a question, because I missed it, but, like, I looked at some stuff about it. What's going on with uh, the Jazz? Oh, my God. Listen, so I was watching this game last night. First of all, Murray is... Nice, nice. Murray, but, like, he's taking advantage of what they're giving him, right? So, like, Murray is, you know, this emotional guy, and... He had a he had a uh, a post game interview. He got like super emotional about like because he had like Brianna Taylor and like George Floyd like on his like shoes like pictures of them. And he was like they're giving me strength to do this whatever it is blah blah blah. Actually, I shouldn't say blah 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 to that, but whatever. Um, but during the game, he so he dropped fifty, forty two, and fifty in the last three games. But if they're not double teaming him at all, and he's this. Cooking like Donovan, Donovan Mitchell when they when the game was over he left yesterday he was throwing chairs and tearing down uh you know banners that kind of stuff because he was good and cooked like Murray is destroying this man and it's going into was that game it's going into game seven right yeah game seven tomorrow yeah it's going to game seven tomorrow uh the Jazz look fine but they can't stop Murray like overall they look fine but Murray is just single handedly beating them. He's Ding up, and he's Ding up. He's not. He's Ding up significantly well, not like crazy well, because Donald, Donald, Donald Mitchell's still doing his thing. But um, the Jack, uh, the Nuggets have like Harris back, and they have like all these different players back that like, make a difference for him. And Murray just happened to be going off. And Jokic, like if they if they double team on this next game, Jokic is gonna be open, 
and he's a nice enough player to like to get major that. You know what I mean? But Devontae Murray is not Devontae. Is Devontae Murray? Is that his name? Devontae? Jamal Murray? Jamal Devontae Murray. That's a that's a different player My on bad. a different team. <laughs> My bad. Jamal Murray, I'm tripping. Sure. Jamal Murray is um what was he like nine of twelve from three this last game? Yeah. Like his numbers have been ridiculous. You know what I mean? But the Jazz just aren't adjusting well at all. And he and he's single handedly is just burning them. Okay. Well, all right. So my question is I guess it's kind of like what you think they should do, because I guess there are two different ways they could go, like they could theoretically go about it, right? They could double Murray and then almost certainly get eaten alive by like Jokic and like their sidekicks. Or like they could let Murray more or less do his thing and then just try and stop everybody else, which is arguably an easier thing to pull off at this point. It it might be easier to pull off, but they just got the Jazz have for a while been a really good defensive team. What they need to do is just go out there and throw out a bunch of defenses at them. Switching the zones, switching the man and man, switching the traps, all that kind of stuff. Because right now they're not doing that and they're just eating them alive because Murray's a smart player, Jokic is a smart player. Uh, Paul Mensah's a small player. You know, they get a bunch of small, smart players who can really shoot. Michael Porter Jr., Harry. They, they can all really, really shoot. They all know their position and they know their roles. But defensively, the Jazz are making, like, the playoffs, especially when it comes like, four or five seeds, all kind of stuff, it's all about adjustments, and the Jazz are making good adjust- adjustments, like, yeah. from game to game. And that's really what it is. Yeah, they really don't have the defenders to do it anymore. Like, I don't – like, Joe Ingles hasn't really – like, he's he's clamping up, like, their second-best option. But, like, I don't I just don't think they have the perimeter defense to, like, stop. So everybody's below pass. It's literally just, like, funnel it to Rudy Gobert and hope he can clear everything up. And you can't do that with people that can score in the mid-range. Yeah, Mike Conley is not is not playing. He needs to play like Mike Conley, but defensively. Not great. Uh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell getting cooked. Uh, Rudy Gobert is fine, except he gets put on a lot of isos and on when he gets pulled out because all all of uh, the Nuggets big men are legal or like not legal. Well, no, they're here legally, but a lot of the their 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 big men are uh, mobile, right? So they can do you know a lot off the ball and on with the ball off the dribble. Um, like is is Rudy Gobert going to Paul guard Michael Porter Jr. Jokic dribbling the ball down the court? No, you know what I mean. So like it's just a lot of mismatches that you got to have. You have to make adjustment adjustments to game to game. Like you can, you can be competitive all you want, like thought of it Mitchell, but it doesn't matter if your coach is like not helping you out in terms of like a game plan. And that's what it seems like to me. Like it's the only reason it shouldn't be in Game Seven. Like, it shouldn't be in the game seven. The Jazz should have won already. But the game plan of the uh, the game plan of the Jazz has not been great at all, game to game, when it comes to defense. Look, and I understand why it's not. Because they, the Nuggets, they have enough dudes that can, like, if you focus all your stuff on Murray, you got Michael Porter Jr., who, like, even though he's a rookie, he can get you 10 points easy. What? Uh, Monte Morris, if, if I'm not butchering that man name, he can get you 8 to 10 easy. Like, they just got a bunch of other dudes, and especially with um, Gary Harris being back. Like, they, like yeah. it's it's a problem. Like, you yeah, problem. really can't do much. It was yeah. like some of the stuff I was looking at with it was just like, I don't you know, just people talking or whatever, but, like, a lot of... Part of the problem is just, like... I guess kind of just the the Nuggets are deeper. Like, they... Cause and, but, like, I was looking at the numbers, right? And it's, like... Fun, like, Murray and... Uh, and Mitchell basically cancel each other out from a numbers standpoint. From a numbers standpoint, Conley and Jokic basically cancel each other out. But then, like... The... But, like, no one else on the Jazz really showed up. Jeremy Grant had, like, 18, I think. Oh, he's shooting lights out. Jordan Clark went, had 11 points off 14 shots or something. Oh, I, Jordan Clark is 
cheeks to me. I've thought so for years. I've thought so since he came out of Missouri. I've always thought he was just cheeks. Like, he he's literally a person who rides the bench but has a mentality to think he's Kobe. That's how you stay in the league, bro. I mean, that's how you stay in the league, but you still be cheeks, right? Like, J.R. Smith has that same kind of mentality, but J.R. Smith was like a high school, first of all, he was like a high school legend. Secondly, when he played for the Nuggets and when he played for the Knicks, he was notably nice. Like, notably. Bounce, could shoot, had, like, game. I don't, I hate Jordan. Jordan Clarkson has a game, but what it is is I hate. Like, it's, I think it's trash. I've hated him for years, but continue. No, nah, but it's just, like, basically they, like, I think Gobert only had, like, 11 points. He had, like, 11 rebounds. I, did he have any? I don't think he had any blocks. Wait, who? Gobert. He had, like, 11 points, 11 rebounds. I, like, and I keep I kept seeing something about basically he was fumbling, like, passes to him or something. Like, there's some turnovers that were just him missing the ball or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh do all right, do you think they pull out game seven? Uh Murray is playing with Murray is playing really good. What's the understatement? Like arguably he's playing the best in the playoffs right now. Uh he's playing better than Dame over all the games. He's playing better than Luca over all the games. Like he's just Yeah. Yeah. Like if you look at his games, like Luka has having better, quote unquote, better overall games, but like Murray is like getting wins, and he's dropping fifty for two, fifty playing defense, and he's being really, 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 really efficient. So like you can make in, the all. In fairness to Luka, he also has a better team around him. But in fairness to all of them, they were like everybody else adjusted their defenses to stop them. Like I mean, they, they can't do that with Murray. Like that's that's the only thing. Like Murray's having Murray is shooting sixty four percent from the field and sixty two percent from three point the three point line. Like like that is ridiculous. And when you look at the film, like that's a lot of one on one coverage. Even, wasn't it yesterday or not yesterday? Wasn't it last week where I said I'd arguably take Murray over Luka Doncic? No, I did not. I didn't know he's gonna do all this. I'm like, Claudio, I said, I said it last podcast. I know Murray didn't do all this, but man, he helping me out. Because I, I, I said that, and then I sat down and thought about it for a couple of days. I was like, should I? Hey, well, Murray I, eats during the playoffs, yo. Murray eats during the playoffs. You know, Murray had a bad playoffs last year, and he knew it. That's what he said. I, literally, 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 he was like, I had a bad playoffs last year, and I didn't like it. And this year is like a rebound year, I guess, for him. He's also very, 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 very young, right? And this is like a rebound year for him. So now, like Murray was the reason why they they went to like they progressed as far as they did. Like he is a big part of the reason why. Like he didn't have like a stellar, but when they needed him, he stepped up. I mean, like listen, I'm also listening to well for the, for that one, I can't remember because I was watching Lucky's game last year. So I'm listening to the analyst. I'm listening to Murray himself, and that, that, that's what he said. So I'm I like, covered I covered that series. I'm like with, shoot uh, them in Portland. Like Murray was a dude. Okay, well, okay. Uh, I guess he was that dude then. So my whole point's gone. <laughs> Never mind then. But yeah, uh, Murray's going off though. Uh, it's a little, it's a little obnoxious, but shoot. I mean, I usually hate seeing a light skinned man prosper, but like, do your thing. Calvin, he plotting your downfall, bro. Man, but Calvin not from Canada though. <laughs> this ain't that. You, you like it specifically Canadian. Canadian? Huh? Like specifically, you have an issue with Canadians specifically? Light skinned Canadians. <laughs> Drake. <clears throat> okay, that's a solid reason. I'm on the bandwagon now. I get it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm not tripping. <laughs> I like Andrew Wiggins. I love Andrew Wiggins, bro. I want it to work so bad. It will. When the whole team's ready, it's gonna work. Like whether the I was talking about this today. Like it's gonna work. Like especially if they get Wiseman, it's gonna work. Bro, it won't work the way we like. I wanted him to be like a almost all star. He's not, bro. 
I thought he was going to be something. He's going to have a wide open lane. Okay, look at this. He's going to have a lane wide open enough that Draymond Green can score. So I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine, to the truth. He's going to go back to posterizing Rudy Gobert. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be nasty. <laughs> it's going to be nasty. Like, like the issue is he's never been on a team that has, like, good shoot. Like, they've had – yeah, he hasn't, had, he hasn't even been on a team that had good shooters, right? So, like, this, you know, and he drives. He drives and he – Finishes the rim with his, you know, supreme athleticism. But now he went from not having any room to having the most room in NBA history, arguably. Yeah, he gonna eat. <laughs> he gonna eat. Watch. It's gonna. They, they don't even need him to be like giving crazy good numbers. They just need him to do what he does. And that's supposed to that. Why does he need to sit back and shoot the three? Well, he got. Two of the best all-time three shooters of all time. I, oh, I hate that sentence. When he has two of the best all-time three-point shooters ever, you know what I mean? Like he's gonna be solid. It's gonna be ridiculous to watch. I don't want Golden State to win because like they ruin basketball in a sense. Like everybody wants to shoot like Golden State, but everybody can't shoot like Golden State. But like so true. But like in terms of your Andrew Wiggins, you know, I don't know if he has any real fans, but a non-hater. Then uh, he gonna eat. I, I think a lot of NBA players are fans. They might not have a lot of them. Like he's probably got some fans somewhere. You think when Sam Cassell was playing, he had fans? Yeah. Ugh. He went to college, bro. What? He went to college and had like a decent college career. Yes, he has fans. He's so ugly though. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean. I get because they're all also they're all from somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, if you're watching the NBA, hero, bro. <laughs> if you're watching the NBA, you're like Alec Burke got fans, but if, but if you're from Kansas City, you know he got fans, you know what I mean? So like, I guess that's true. Uh, there's there's nobody who's so trash <laughs> or so obnoxious or such a douchebag they don't got no fans. Draymond Green probably, but no, no fans, bro. I don't even know how. I don't, I don't, that, I, that'd be close to the like. Um, Demarcus Cousins and Demarcus Cousins has fans. Demarcus Cousins from Alabama. They got, they got like, I mean, they got like two players ever in the NBA. Like Alabama, if you come from Alabama, you gonna have a whole state being your your your, your fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. You successful in the NBA from there? Yeah, he got fans for sure. Yeah. But, uh, is is that the wrap up? Is that the wrap up? Yeah, that is the wrap. That is the wrap up. For NBA, okay. Yeah, what you got on a uh, high school basketball front? All right, so um, Hoop City had a like showcase down here uh, over the weekend. Uh huh. And honestly, I thought like Sky Clark and um, JD Davidson would be there. They were not. However. Um, players that they did pull from other like states and from outside of the area were Chance Westry, who's pretty cold actually. Um, dang it, Westry and Isaiah Jones from Nashville, I think, like the Nashville area, and a Zane Butler who is from Arkansas. Um, I'm just trying to remember. Westry is a sophomore. He and so he led all scores with 33 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like 33 points, seven rebounds, five assists, um, off 22 shots and three of eight from the three. Okay. Uh, he was on the red. It was like breaking news. Brandon Ingram just won most improved player. Yay. Okay. That's cool. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, he going out with Colin. Shut your ass up. He going to college. But um, most of these players I've like seen a little bit of. Um, like Jonathan Lawson played really well. He looked a little stronger than in some of the games that I've seen. Um, like, 
getting through contact a little bit better. Um, he had 24 points. We can see you, man. <laughs> Tighten up, Philip. <laughs> right. 24 points. Um, Mason Miller had 27 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, a Reese McMullen, who's committed to uh, University of Pennsylvania, had 18 points, five rebounds, six assists. TJ Madlock, who was a player I actually like, he played really good defense. It didn't always matter, but um, he had 22 points, eight rebounds, seven assists. Um, the, it, like, Alan, you might want to go and, and watch it. Uh, I think it'd be worthwhile. Like, some of the, a lot of these players will make some college coaches, like, they'll be happy to get a hold of them, honestly. Like, McMullen looks like he's probably going to be really solid at Penn for his four years. Um, what's it? Westry is, like, I feel like he's probably another top five pick in his draft when he goes, even though that's a few years away, save like injury or something. He's like, six, I think they said he's like six five. He, it's you just kind of gotta watch him. Yeah, what's his name? Chance Westry. He's from Pennsylvania, uh, Philly, matter of fact. I think he's a five star recruit. Like he's a five star prospect. Um. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, Rivals got him. At, I mean, 24-7 Sports got him as a four-star recruit, but uh, he in the class in 2022. So that's that class is ridiculous, bro. Like, it's it's so many dudes. It's... Like it's, I said, like a lot of them are like that. Yeah. Guy like, Clark, when, he, when I saw him, he was pretty impressive, too. Like, they have dudes down in, like, the 90s that are legitimately possible NBA pro- prospects. It's 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 really weird. Hmm. Like I also think that the dude I'm talking about, his name is Kassan Wallace, and I personally think he's over uh, underrated in most like recruiting things. But like Buddy's Buddy's kind of nuts. That entire class is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but on my end, uh, I caught uh, it got something called the Circuit League down here. They did the they did a uh, part two to it, and uh, oh snap! Did you finish? I mean, pretty much. Like, I mean, like you. I I mean, like I don't think I've said it on here, but like I'm. I think I mentioned I'm a fan of Madlock. Like I think TJ Madlock is currently being under recruited in terms of like relative to his ability, and some of that is probably just like not really playing on like the summer circuit this year yeah. but he's a bit more athletic than I thought he was he didn't like in the game he didn't shoot a whole lot like he took a couple shots I get then I guess he was like I'm probably not hitting shots today and like basically everything came at the rim either he took someone off the dribble or just like smart like finding the right spot garbage mm-hmm. like picking up garbage like all that stuff consistently good decisions um he played good defense on Westry but it was just in particular, I think there was one he like kept Westry from go like he locked him down, but Westry like did like a turnaround jumper and hit like a like fadeaway and hit anyway. It was just yeah. Defense don't matter when you can really play offense. I really <laughs> it sucks, especially at like the high school level. That's really true. Yeah. Um, yeah, the circuit league started back down here. That's um. Some they, I don't exactly know what the partnership is, but they got some partnered up with uh, Jermaine O'Neal, and they hosted that like his uh at his setup. Uh, I really just focused on like the underclassmen, so like 2022 and 2023. But uh, a dude that really stood out to me is uh, Tyler Smith, who's our number one rated prospect in uh, Texas. Dude is six ten and he plays small forward. It's it's not fair. It's really not like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like he legitimately plays one through five, block shots, gets rebounds, hits threes. Like oh, he's a freak. 
like knows is ridiculous. I'm going to send you guys the link. It's it's remarkable. Like anytime you use the word remarkable to describe somebody, like that's different. <laughs> bro, no, like it's like I really just keened in on like it was his first game of the summer. So I he didn't he wasn't like hitting shots, but he still looked good. And on the defensive end, it just like he's keeping plays alive. You you know when you like six ten and you got long arms, you just tap the ball up. Or like yeah. when you play against kids, you just tap the ball up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyson Chandler. And he was doing that against dudes that are like six eight, six nine. So it's it's a lock for wherever he goes. Now he's like top ten. Like ESPN has him like top ten nationally. Uh, another twenty twenty three Jambiron Keller. Um, like already built like uh, Donovan Mitchell, just a bull dunks every not dunks everything. It's like tip dunks. Like if you don't box him out, you're going to end up on a poster. Like that's it's like from the summer you can literally make like a two minute mixtape of him just tip dunking on it. It's it's, it's kind of crazy. And when he goes downhill, there's like no point in standing there in front of him. Like that's that's two points, and you're mm-hmm. gonna look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we got another dude, KJ Lewis. And it was my first time watching him. Just, you know, when you, it's a difference between like an athlete playing basketball and like a basketball player. Oh, and yeah, I, don't, sure. I don't think he's fully realized like the basketball part. And I don't know if that's because it's just he's more athletic than everybody else. So he doesn't have to play basketball. Because uh-huh. he's, he can score at all three levels. Like, Consistent corner three, uh, pull up in the mid range, dunking on you at the rim. But like he just runs right past everybody. Every single time he gets the ball, it's kind of crazy. Like watching him in cra- transition, one of my favorite dudes. And then uh, a low key guy, Avery Jackson, uh, class of 2022, 6'2 point guard. Uh, it it's just really easy, bro. He shot like of eight threes, he hit six with like hands in his face, like six assists in an AAU game <laughs> where nobody is like really pla- passing, like control the tempo, everything, nice handle. Is I gotta send y'all the links. Like, buddy is like super solid. Then um, another kid that I've kind of just been, like, talking about on Twitter for, like, the past two weeks. It feels like Rylan Griffin, 6'6", closer to 6'7", nice handle. Mm. Probably one of the better athletes that we have down here. It's just, and it's, like, quick twitch. Like, like his start to stop is kind of just, like, ridiculous. Once he gets that first step on you, it's not much you can do. And he's also, like, one of the better shooters that we have down here. Reminds me of me. No. <laughs> There's a reason why we had you on a block, Philip. I would just. <laughs> but no, that's, that's like the major dudes outside of like Lee Dort. And he's. That's that's a man child, bro. We're talking about like 6'10, 250. That's like going into his junior year. It's. I think he had like eight blocks in one game. Like it's just he do what he want. Well, he built like Hagrid. <laughs> Chill out, bro. I'm drinking water. <laughs> uh, if y'all don't got nothing else, I think that's a good stopping point. I mean, honestly, I don't have anything else. I couldn't uh, indulge on the uh, high school conversation because. I don't just like my like just like for my rappers like I'll never buy a mixtape. You better make it big before I notice you. And I, same thing for basketball. You better make like I don't know you in high school. I don't care. But once you get to NBA, I got you. You know what I mean? Or college at least. You know what I mean? That's just how I've always thought. And uh, shoot, I'll 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 be late to the bandwagon. I, I will. I'm, and I'm perfectly fine with that. So I could not uh, engage in this high school talk, but. It was fun hearing you guys talk about it, though. Yeah, bro. 
I mean, I, I understand. I, I'll hype up anybody I, I haven't seen play. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, with that being the case, Giannis just hit a transition three, so it's over. <laughs> <laughs> the world's coming to an end, so. <laughs> I mean, I saw, I saw something apparently Giannis's uh, shooting form was better when he was a rookie. Like, a lot better. That's what happens when you get swole like that. You know what I mean? He, he, probably, he probably can't scratch his back now. Like, he over here struggling. You know what I mean? Like, that's what happens, though. But, like, he also is a better best player than when he was a rookie, though. So, like, I think... Yeah, I, it evens out, but, like, imagine if he kept the shot, though. Yeah. But I think for him to keep that shot, he also was to have to wake up buck 80. At like five t- or six ten, whatever he is. I mean, I feel I feel like part of it might be, and I, you know, I can't. Maybe like it was just a thing as far as his form, where like he like hit the gym a lot, but like didn't keep up with his shooting, and then when he finally got back, it it just never got it just never got right again. I saw who was that man that we split from Memphis? Chandler, Chandler Parsons. Yeah, yeah what Chandler Parsons one time on the off season. Went and gained like twenty pounds of muscle, but like couldn't shoot the next season. Or like when came to like the train camp, like he couldn't shoot at all. So they just made him lose like fifteen pounds of that muscle. <laughs> so he came back. He looked real different than in like three weeks. He looked just like he did before. Like he did all that work for no reason. <laughs> like that's so wild. Probably be so messed up though. But like you over here lifting, but like didn't shoot in the gym. Like you can't just be lifting and. Not shooting and thinking gonna be shooting the same over here. Yeah. Flick, look at look at look at look at Dwight. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're flicking his wrist over here. Got the ball going over the backboard. Like, come on now. Strong head. Hey, then again, why would you want to see Dwight Howard shoot the ball? I mean, because it, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like he really, his arm is like at like a right degree angle, and he just flicks his. That's why he just flicks his wrist. He just. Goes in every off season, but then he gets to the gym during every season. It doesn't. It's real weird. I don't know. But that's your like. So imagine if like prime Dwight Howard could shoot threes. Like, what do you do with that? Foul. Yeah. Well, he still can't shoot free throws, can he? You got to get out. (laughs) No, he still can't shoot free throws. He got. He still can't do a left hand hook. So you (laughs) you you got to start somewhere. So. Imagine he. Imagine if he had a post move. A post move. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Imagine you had one one post, one significant cast the ball on the block post move. If he had one, he don't got nothing. <laughs> he been leaked. Never mind. I don't want to slander your favorite player, uh, Allen, because I will easily. Even though he's a Hall of Famer and he has like wild Hall of Fame numbers, like he he has legitimate Hall of Fame numbers. He is a Hall of Famer. He took the Orlando Magic to the NBA Finals. But he has not grown as a player in 15 years, whatever it's been. So that's kind of frustrating. If my man's is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, it is an indictment on who is... Um, <clears throat> cracking his cheeks? <laughs> no, it is, <laughs> it is an indictment on who is voting, bro. <laughs> Bro, he over here had like an injury after somebody cracked his cheeks. Like, like, I really hope in 20, 30, 40 years, people don't forget about that, forget that part of his legacy. Like, I know he wants people to forget it and be like, stick to basketball. But like, just like how people didn't forget Eddie Murphy was messing with that trans woman, like... We can't forget Dwight over here getting his cheeks clapped at 6'10", 250 pounds, whatever it is. Like, what, like... Hey, I'm not going to let this slander keep going, bro. Uh, this is, this <laughs> is, this is wild for no reason. We ain't got to bring it up. This, not, this is a basketball podcast. What? <laughs> it's a clapping podcast. It is. It is. It's not, it's not, it's, we're talking about basketball. No, no, no. That, we're talking that, about, that was not basketball. You're talking about a basketball player. That had nothing to do with basketball. Yeah, he got injured on the court that same year for the Wizards and couldn't play because of unforeseen circumstances. 
I feel like you're just using that as an excuse to slide in what you actually want to talk about. Oh, bro, we about to wrap this up. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Thank you. Thank y'all for this episode the Travel Hooper. I'm your host, Alan. Sorry for being unprofessional. Philip, you don't get this sign off. Calvin. Calvin McGowan. Uh like, share, subscribe, or whatever on YouTube. Yeah. I guess you could say something. I was like, you dead serious? Like, I was like, wait, I'm like, I really don't get a chance. All right. Uh, yeah, this is Philip Dixon, the, a.k.a. the truth seeker. Um, and, you know, um, Twitter. What is my Twitter? 6-5 Wizard of Mo, because at one point I thought I was an intellectual wizard. So I just haven't changed it. And then 6-5 uh, Kill Bill. Phil Bill is my Instagram, 65 underscore Phil underscore Bill. And then my TikTok is PG Anecdotes. But I'm going to change that to six underscore or 65 underscore Phil underscore Bill also because suspect RIP. But uh, all right, though. Here we go.